guys. Welcome back to Take It to the Cross Talks with me, Natalie Solomon. I currently just made myself a cup of coffee, even though it's 11.41 p.m., but I'm pumped and excited to start this episode. First off, I want to thank everyone for taking the time out of their day to listen to the first episode. I honestly didn't expect that many people to listen. I also want to thank the people who messaged me after listening. You seriously don't understand it really did make my day, so thank you. If you are new here, welcome, welcome, welcome. Today I'm going to be talking about jealousy, hence the name of this episode's title. Also, Miss Olivia Rodrigo, best not send her lawyers my way if she for some reason ever comes across this. I just thought it would be funny naming the title of this podcast after her song. I feel like this is a topic that's not really spoken about enough, but it's an important one because everyone has experienced jealousy before, and let me tell you, it's ugly. Nothing good ever comes out of it. And the embarrassing truth about jealousy is that the people we are jealous of most are usually the ones who are closest to us, so like our family members and friends, which is kind of messed up and sad because those are the people who we should be most proud of and not jealous of. I remember this one time, my friend and I were both applying to this program and I really, really wanted to get into it, maybe even a little more than my friend did. And so by the time interviews came around, I made sure I was well prepared When I got to my interview, the person asking the questions really clicked with me and it felt more like a conversation than an actual interview. At the end, the person said my name would for sure be on the top of the list when it was time to consider who does and who doesn't get into the program. So obviously, when I heard those words, I was pretty stoked because that meant I left a good impression in my interview. After my friend's interview, she asked me how mine went, and I go, honestly, I think it went well. How about you? And she goes, I'm going to be real with you, Nat. I think my interview went horribly. I didn't feel confident in it, and it felt forced. A month goes by, and I get a text from my friend in all caps, Did you see the email the program sent? Did you get in? And I immediately went to my email to check, but I wasn't really excited because in my head I'm saying, okay, Nat, you got this in the bag. The interview went more than well. You for sure got in. Little did I know, 10 seconds later, I read the daunting six words, I am sorry to inform you, in the email, and my heart just dropped. I text my friend, no, with a frowning face, and ask her if she got in, even though I could tell she did by the tone of her text. She replies, oh, I'm sorry, and yeah, I did. After I read that, uh, my heart dropped another two flights of stairs. Not only was I pretty disappointed in myself, I was just confused. Regardless, I proceeded to text my friend that I was so proud of her and she deserved it and that she's going to do great things. Because I was pretty bummed, I decided to turn off my phone for a while and I just sat there thinking, 
how did I not get into this program? I practiced in advance. The interview went well. The person literally said my name would be on the top of the list. How did I not get in? I wish my thoughts would have stopped there, but they didn't. And I start thinking, how did my friend get in? Didn't her interview not go as well as she thought? I worked harder for it and wanted it more. She doesn't deserve getting in. Uh Uh-oh, this is where it gets ugly. This is where I get ugly. And the problem is, many of us do think like this. When someone gets something, we don't. We just don't want to own up to it because if we say these thoughts physically out loud, man, it just makes us sound like a bad human with an ugly heart. Once I finally cool off, I start feeling bad for the way I was thinking. Like, why couldn't I have been genuinely happy for my friend who got into this really hard program? Despite getting rejected, why couldn't I be cheering her on? What kind of friend does this make me? There's a character in the Bible we often mislook who had that same kind of thought process as me, who had jealousy. Whenever we hear the prodigal son story, we always relate to the prodigal son, but never his brother. And for those of you who don't really know the story, it's about a man who has two sons. One of the sons asks his dad, yo, can I get some money and some of the family inheritance? And once received, the son dips, he goes to the family, peace out, I'm out and starts living a life on his own. The son starts wasting away his fortune and becomes so poor that he takes a job feeding the pigs and wishes he could eat with them. Finally, coming to his senses, the son goes back to his father asking for his forgiveness. The father has open arms for his son and immediately turns to his servants and asks them to throw a huge party for his son's return. The other son comes back from work, and once he sees the party being thrown for his brother, he is boiling in anger. He doesn't even show up to the party, and his dad sees him outside asking him to come celebrate. But the son refuses to come, and starts questioning the dad, saying, Look, all these years I've been working for you, I never once disobeyed your orders, How come you never threw a party for me, yet threw one for my brother who has wasted all his money and even left the family? And I love the dad's response. In Luke 15 verse 31-32, the dad says, My son, you are always with me and everything I have is yours. But we had to celebrate and be glad because this brother of yours was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. The dad is basically saying, like, be happy for your brother. Be happy that he's finally home again. And that's the kind of mindset we need when we see others succeeding. That's the mindset I needed for my friend who got into this really hard program. We should celebrate God's goodness to others. We should be happy when God blesses those around us, especially our family and our friends. We should be happy for them. Romans 12.15 says, Rejoice with those who rejoice 
and weep with those who weep. Now, let's be real here. The second part of the verse is easy. It's not hard to give comfort when people are hurt or experience loss. But let's look at the first part of that verse. Rejoice with those who rejoice. We should celebrate others' success even when we aren't succeeding in that area, which is easier said than done, of course. If you are only happy when good things happen to you, then I'm really sorry to break it to you. You will be unhappy for much of your life since no one experiences only good things. But if you learn to enjoy other people's achievements too, you will always have some to be happy about. There's this book called The Purpose Driven Life and it's written by Rick Warren. It's a 42-day devotional and it talks about why we are here on this earth and what's our purpose in life. And on day 41 titled The Envy Trap, he asks, when was the last time you thanked God for what he did for somebody else? And I remember reading that and thinking, oh shoot, I don't think I've ever done that before. I don't think I thanked God for someone else's accomplishments. Ever since I read that, whenever I see someone now succeed in their life, I send a little prayer their way, thanking God for their accomplishment and asking Him to guide them on their next step in life. And this is life-changing because it really puts into perspective how we should act when we see people thrive in life. I know this sounds cliche, like you would definitely find this on a justice t-shirt, but we should be building each other up, not tearing each other down, and instead of being jealous of the person, be happy for them like it was your own accomplishment. The devotional goes further into how you cannot fulfill God's plan for your life if you envy the lives of others. Jealousy just distracts our focus away from what God wants to do in your life and refocuses it on all that you don't have. God's time and plan is absolutely unique for each and every one of us. You know, God creates. He never duplicates. He distinctively shaped you for a life unlike any other. So don't get sidetracked from God's custom-made plan for you the next time you see someone accomplishing something that you didn't. And don't compare yourself to other people. Don't compare your career, your personality, your happiness to another person's. God has specifically equipped you with something that he may or may not have equipped another person with. He wanted you to have that certain job. He has given you that unique personality that you have. At the end of the day, we all have these special God-given talents that will be used for God's purpose and to advance his kingdom. Whenever I get sidetracked with God's plan for me, my dad used to always show me this picture. I'll actually include it in the Instagram later today. And it's this picture of Michael Phelps looking straight ahead and swimming while his competitor is looking to the side at him. And Michael Phelps ends up winning gold and it just goes to show that we need to keep our eyes straight ahead on God's plan for us and not anyone else's plan. Because if we keep looking to the side, if we keep looking at someone else's plan, 
we won't be able to fulfill our own plan that God has in store for us. I also really like the part in the devotional where it says, The worst part of envy is that it's an insult to God. Every time you wish you were someone else, have what they have, or do what they do, you are saying, God, you made a huge mistake with me. You could have done better. You could have made me like that person, but you didn't. Not only do we insult God when we are jealous of someone, we doubt his plan for us. And God is probably so frustrated with us. And he's sitting there like, bro, why are you complaining with me right now? Why are you telling me, the creator, how I should have made you or how I should have planned your life? Don't worry, I have it all planned out and under control. When life seems unfair, when you start asking God, God, why are all my friends getting married yet I'm still single? Why did my friend get the job promotion yet I'm the one slaving away at work? Be aware that jealousy is festering in your heart. And instead of calling God unfair, start thanking him not just for the blessings he has put in your life, but for the blessings he has put in other people's lives as well. The last thing I want to touch on is the parable of the workers in the vineyard because I think it does a pretty good job encapsulating when we feel both jealousy and when we feel like God is being unfair to us. To quickly sum up the story, it's about several workers who are hired by a man who owns a vineyard over different periods of time. So for instance, the man would hire a worker at 9 a.m. And then the man would hire another worker at 2 p.m. And then the man would hire another worker at 6 p.m. And... At the end of the day, the people who are hired first expect to be paid more than those hired later, but the man pays all of the workers equally. And so obviously the workers who are working since 9 a.m. are mad about this and they start questioning the landowner. And in Matthew 20 verse 13 through 16, he says, I am not being unfair to you, friend. Didn't you agree to work for a denarius? Take your pay and go. I want to give the one who was hired last the same as I gave you. Don't I have the right to do what I want with my own money? Or are you envious because I'm generous? And I really like that last line. Like, why are you jealous because I'm generous? Like, why are you mad about that? And... It just goes to show like our God is fair and he will bless people accordingly to his plan and time for us. We shouldn't be mad that God is blessing someone's life. Like he will bless yours too. And therefore we should just be happy for that person instead of getting mad or jealous. Life is is not a competition. We aren't competing against each other. If anything, we're all on the same team. And so naturally, if one of our team members scores a goal, we cheer them on. And that's what we should be doing. We should be cheering each other on. We should be cheering our family, our friends, or anyone for that matter, and be happy for them and their successes in life. Because their wins are not your loss. Okay, that's a wrap for today's episode. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. Peace.